0: Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American
1: College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist. I'm talking today with Dr. Patricia Rivera, pulmonologist. And we are discussing myths related to lung cancer and lung cancer screening, and also discussing some of the things that folks may have some misconceptions about. So, one question I have for you, Patricia, is what is the importance of biomarker testing for patients who have advanced non small cell lung cancer?
0: Thank you, Debbie. That is an excellent question. It is critically, critically important that all individuals who are diagnosed with non-squamous advanced non-small cell lung cancer, regardless of sex, regardless of their smoking history, undergo molecular biomarker testing. Because identifying targetable mutations such as an EGFR mutation, an AL, a ROS, a MET mutation is critically important and determines what treatment that individual will receive. And we know that receiving targeted therapy, if you have a molecular target, first line results in improved outcomes. The recent paper in the New England Journal of Medicine that looked at incidence and mortality of lung cancer over many, many years And it's wonderful news that both the incidence and the mortality of lung cancer is decreasing in men and women and blacks and whites and other groups of individuals. But really, when they looked at when that that mortality drop was greatest, it's around 2016. So, you know, a few years after molecular biomarkers became sort of the standard of care after the EGFR mutation was identified. So it's critically important that individuals be tested. And again, for non-squamous, non-small cell lung cancer, for individuals who are diagnosed with squamous cell, you know, if they are very young under the age of 50, if they have never smoked cigarettes or light smoking history, those individuals should have molecular testing. It is critically important. It, It just changes the
1: entire paradigm of treatment. And is there any use for biomarker testing in patients with earlier stage lung cancers? At this time, not yet. There is one study recently
0: published in the New England Journal of Medicine that looked at a tyrosine kinase inhibitor in the adjuvant setting in patients who had undergone surgery for early stage lung cancer and those who had EGFR mutations were treated with with the targeted therapy versus the conventional practice, which is chemotherapy. And the outcomes were significantly better in those who received, who have the mutation and receive the targeted therapy. So I think that we are going to be moving into molecular biomarker testing in earlier stages of lung cancer in the future.
1: I can see where that may (laughs) may be headed there. I am curious also: is what do you think we have to offer for or to the folks who are non-smokers but may have higher risk for lung cancer because of genetics, a relative with first-degree relative with lung cancer, for example? What advice do you give those patients? I think that that's a
0: a very difficult issue right now. We do know that I think 18 to 20% of lung cancer does occur in individuals who have never smoked. And we know that a history of a first degree relative with lung cancer is a risk. But we currently, as you know, have no data on the role of lung cancer screening in individuals who have never smoked. There are individuals or clusters of families who have been found to have the T790M mutation. And in those individuals, it is recommended. Again, this is based on a study that was done at Harvard that they should undergo annual lung cancer screening. But that's a, it's not the majority of never smokers who are found to have this familial mutation. I think that it is my hope, and I think the hope of many individuals who are doing a lot of great work in biomarkers for early detection, that we will eventually have a, a biomarker or a panel of of genes, if you will, that can help us genetic do genetic risk assessment in individuals. We currently have those panels of genes in individuals who smoke. But it is my hope that as the science continues to evolve, that we will have a way to be able to identify individuals who don't smoke who may potentially be at risk for lung cancer.
1: But we're not there yet. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I I understand that. But it is certainly encouraging to know that there are folks like you and others that are working towards that goal. And I think that would mean a lot to folks out there to to know that we have additional resources to offer. So thank you, Patricia, very much. I thank am you, Debbie. glad to be able to talk to you about this today. Thank you.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the
1: National Lung Cancer Roundtable.